We're Haley and Amanda. And you're listening to the Haley and Amanda podcast. Call us lazy. Or creative. You, you are correct. correct. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United Mates in America. And rarely in public is where we stand. One friendship under God. Indivisible. Live purdy. And just us for all. Well, guys, we are so excited about our guest today. We have Coco Andre, which is a local chocolatier where we live. It's a mother daughter duo, and we are so excited about this interview. That it, I mean, yes, chocolate brings joy on its own, but this this duo, mother daughter, brings so much inspiration and joy themselves. We know you're going to love this interview. So let's jump into our interview with Coco Andre. Well, today we have some special guests with us. We sure do from our favorite local chocolatier shop, Coco Andre. So we have Miss Andrea and, and Cindy, Cindy, her daughter. Welcome, guys. Hello. How Hi. are you guys today? <laughs> excited to be here. <laughs> We're so happy that you guys made time. We know you guys are so busy with your your great business. Andrea told us she just took her hairnet off from the kitchen and came to sit down. Exactly. <laughs> yes, with about uh, 15 seconds notice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just told her today. I said, what, and what are we going to do? Just, oh, oh, just a Zoom call, call, a little podcast, you know. <laughs> well, we, we're really happy that you guys decided to, to do this with us. And uh-huh. first off, we love your shop. We have for years. I've been living in Oak Cliff now for seven years. And I remember a few Christmases ago, even I had a girlfriend who like, she loves gourmet chocolates and chocolatiers and everything. And so I Googled best chocolatier in Dallas and you guys came up and I was like, Oh my God, this is so convenient. Cause they're like down the street. Right. Right here. (laughs) And so like I went in and got an assortment and it was her favorite gift. So you guys are definitely, at least you come up on the internet as the best. I know we're, we're, we remember when we didn't, so (laughs) (laughs) we wouldn't show up. I Google chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) What is y'all, what are y'all like known for your most uh, or I guess most popular item. Oh my gosh. At this moment, this horchata. Right now, not chocolate. <laughs> not chocolate, which is crazy. Um, yeah, that we've totally switched gears. We're not really making chocolate right now. So that's so interesting. <laughs> well, and- the small batches that I'm making now because our chocolate has to be fresh. So I'm cooking tiny little batches of chocolate mm-hmm. so we can keep on making that chocolate fresh yeah yeah so we are we are making chocolate but not as much as we used to especially not just because it's you know covid times or there's a pandemic it's also during the summer our sales go down um maybe to like half and of course now with like covid and the COVID here, it's really gone down to like a quarter. It's like 80. Yeah, 80, like 90%. chocolate is, yes, it is, is not really our, our money maker right now. Mm-hmm. So we've had right. to figure out what will make us money. And we've, we've seen that you guys um, like have been really inventive during this time. The, mm-hmm. the uh, Conchas pack. 
with the ice cream. We, we have tried to order it a few times and it's been sold out. So we're going at seven o'clock tonight when it yes. opens up. We set an alarm. <laughs> we were so mad last weekend when you sold out, but like, also happy for you. Who would have thought like, you know, like we've been selling Guancha ice creams, man, for like maybe three, three years. Because so. again, you know, it was the summer, summer hits for us, sales slow down. So we're like, what are we going to do to create income? And who would have thought a kit would have been the thing that people like? And I'm, I'm guessing now because we all have kids at home or we're bored. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just that convenience factor of like, I'm picking it up and going straight to my car and going home and, you know, making it myself. So it, it gives people something to do on top of that. Yeah. So we I had agree. people that were like, I'm disappointed that y'all sold out. And I'm like, we didn't even know it was going to be a thing. Like we've been selling conchas forever and got in care. Oh, <laughs> I, think, you know what I, I truly think like through this quarantine time, now small things feel so much more special. Like, yes. like mm-hmm. a kit, you know, cause usually people are going out or whatever, but having a kit to bring home and I don't know. It's just, it feels special to have something like that. And it kind of creates a little experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With your brand. Yeah. Yeah. And on my side, I always say that we always have more ideas than we have time to execute them to work. Yeah. Yes. So this is a time. We found a lot of time. Oh yeah, mom. And she takes pictures and everything, and then something comes up and she keeps going, and we yeah. have that idea on the side. So that was one with the conchas also. Let me close the door. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're also obsessed with y'all's branding right yeah. now. I mean, it's gorgeous. Not only does it translate so well on social media, but when we when we have gotten drinks from you guys and everything with the little stickers and all the packaging, I mean, it's so pristine and and it just has such a beautiful aesthetic. That's Cindy. I see Andrea. Yeah, we're, we're resourceful without having to spend so much money on packaging. Like for me, it's been always that's been the hardest thing to spend money on. And I know a lot of businesses do, they focus a lot on their packaging and it all looks beautiful. But to me, it's always like, that's like a, yes, it gets your attention to buy it. Right. But at the same time, it's going to end up in a trash can somewhere. Yeah. So for me, it's always been use what we have, um, use what's accessible, try to reduce the cost and try to make it cute with what we, we can afford and what we have and without, adding on to the waste of this world so yeah Yeah. well you I I love it I'm an aesthetics person and I just think you guys have done an amazing job with the with the uh, branding I mean if we could just hand it out in paper to y'all we would but we don't want your paper we want your your paper and a bow here you go (laughs) we uh we chose you guys too because you know the uh, our podcast is a lot about joy and people associate joy with happiness and mm-hmm. we say that people like you will actually we get it from Phil Rosenthal his um somebody feed Phil show anyways he always says that people that are in a business like you that serve such delicious things that you're in the happiness business because all you do all day is just make people happy and smile and like we didn't we always see that we see people come here like they lost a you know family member Mm -hmm. or they're going through something and they just need a little pick me up Mm -hmm. and 
you know, our point is always like, even if we're going through stuff and we're feeling all kinds of anxiety and craziness, we have to smile when we see our customer because we don't know what they're going through. So we always try to make them feel happy and like welcome and loved and they're appreciated for being here. So nobody will ever snub you if you walk into our store unless you're rude. (laughs) (laughs) And then we rarely have like rude people. So. Well, and your your store in general, it's like it's a house, and yeah. it feels very homey when you walk in. It's so welcoming, just in general. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely the happiness. And that's business. the point. Like, yeah, we definitely like we we tried to create an environment that felt, you know, like we are in a house. We want you to feel like you're walking into family and hanging out with your family, being comfortable to actually share and like we have people that share all kinds of things with us and like intimate things and losses and all kinds of things. So we like, we truly create this different bond with our customers that is on another level. So um, like we might not have the most customers or the hugest sales, but we have like the greatest connections with the people that we meet. You can tell with even your interactions online. Yeah, like even like a DM, you know, like DM is not like Instagram and social media is like the new form of communication for everybody. So I always try to be courteous and like send a hello or thank you. Even if they just send a heart, I have to reply something because I want them to know that like I am really, truly grateful that they're even like looking at us. You know, they could look at millions of things online and they're looking at us. So I'm we're truly grateful. And also for people to make the effort to get out of the house, get in the car with their babies many times. Mm-hmm. Recently, mm-hmm. Um, someone with a newborn baby, and they come in here just to get their horchata, to get their chocolate, to get a paleta, get something, just yeah. get out of the house and have a purpose. If we are the purpose for them to, to get, get out, out of the bed. house... That is a blessing to me. And another thing, when she's talking about purpose, like for us, um, actually, like for me, I, I have really high anxiety and I try not to show it a lot. But like when all this hit, like that was my purpose for getting out of bed was people, yeah. you know, were people mm-hmm. like looking for us and sending us orders. Like that was my reason for getting up. So it works both wow. ways. That's awesome. And I think also we are so blessed to be able to work together as a family that that is uh, there is the joy of going to see my babies every day, my little, uh, two little ones, the granddaughters and uh, working with them and joking around. And sometimes we're not feeling great, but still we make it work and we make uh, teas if you are not feeling great and oh. we make period teas. <laughs> hey <laughs> We made so many friendships through period teas. It's crazy. Oh my gosh, we've got to know about this. So I want to hear kind of about y'all's story about, because I love that it's a family business, but how did you and why did you guys decide to start Coco Andre? If you can give us kind of a rundown of that. Because 10 years ago, (laughs) here we go. And again, um, I feel like I've always told my mom since we decided we were going to start this, it's always been, um, we've always been on a roller coaster. I feel like Um, we started 10 years ago and 10 years ago, of course, it was, there was a recession. People weren't prepared. 2009, people weren't prepared. I wasn't prepared. Um, She was kind of preparing. (laughs) She's a Libra. She's always prepared. (laughs) And um, so she had been preparing, taking entrepreneurship classes. Like she knew things were up. 
and she has really good intuition about things happening, which is crazy to me. But um, she she was preparing. 2009, she... I lose my job mm-hmm. she loses hers as well because the company is sold and she's sold basically along with the company like hey here's your new boss the next day and this is it like that just like that and okay. she she was very sad and upset because it was five years of working with the same company so in person and not even have the courtesy to say hey the company is in the process of being sold would you like to mm-hmm. stay or would you like to move on simple as that no mm-hmm. no not even a thank you or Mm-hmm. This is the new boss. The company was sold on Friday. Today is Monday. And that's it. And she had been, that's and it. she was in a leadership role with that company. Yeah. So it, it, it felt very, mm-hmm. yeah, just like yeah. here, the company sold and you're mm-hmm. kind of sold along in the package. So it was, it was just and very. It takes me back to um, not necessarily friendship, but also the allyship that we as women should have. And mm-hmm. this company was bought by another woman. And uh, when she said, oh, are you staying? I said, honestly, I don't want to stay. I said, but uh, what are you going to do? Without you, the company is like, I'm not going to be able to run this. I need help. I need this. I said, okay, we have to support each other. You didn't know that I didn't want to stay. <laughs> and they didn't ask me if I was willing to stay. Right. So for that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. I'm going to give it a year. Let's work together. Let's see what we can do with this company. And, and I'll see. So I stayed one year, and that was it. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. Then the company closed, of course, because mm-hmm. yes, it, it was sold during that time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it just didn't work out for it. And she, yeah, so it just didn't work out. But then in 2009, same like a few months after that, I was um, I was laid off right after her. And I I used to be the crier. I don't cry that much anymore. <laughs> Uh, I cry in my when yes. I'm asleep in my bed, <laughs> but I used to cry a lot more often publicly and not care. <laughs> Before the tea. Before yeah, the tea. tea yes. <laughs> so um so yeah um I came home I'm crying I'm like because I was in the prime of my life I was like 27 yeah, 28 was, uh, living and I had I just bought my first house had a car okay. had. I was a single mother at that time, but I was still felt like I was doing it all and doing it big. And then like from one day to the next, it's like, okay, our company is going bankrupt and we're going to let you go. So like, you know, you're being laid off. So it was, it was a big shock to my system. And then I walk into her miss, I got it under control. (laughs) Always running numbers. And she was like, Hey, um, um, she's, I told her, I'm like, you know, you've been going to these classes, you've been doing the work, trying to have your own company, create something, I'll help you and I'll, I'll join you and we'll figure it out. But we just said that without having anything really. God, I said, are you sure you want to work with me? Because we may not be able to pay each other for the first year or so. Yeah, yeah. I was already working on my business plan and all that, but this was like a dream that comes into pieces, you know, the small uh, pieces getting together. Uh, I always say, like, just out of the blue, oh, one day I'm going to have a little place where I'm able to make chocolate and sell directly to our customers, and uh, we can have a real homey feeling in our place and decorate ourselves and do this and this. But it was like a distant thing. And it's like suddenly all the pieces are coming together and you have to make them fit in there without that much money, without uh, 
that much time to plan or think about it. What if doesn't work? So what if I said, no, either you do it or you don't do it. You give it a hundred percent and see what happens. So and that's how. Well, why, I, why chocolate specifically? What was, why was that part of the dream? I had been working with chocolate for 25 years. When I started working with that company here in Dallas, that was the first one in the north of Texas to um, offer this kind of chocolate, artisanal, um, classic European style chocolates and all that. And in there, it was good. I was, um, I was happy with that, but I couldn't change anything couldn't put any of my flavors and all my ideas and things that I wanted to do. So that that was the reason. I wanted to be able to incorporate and, all these flavors. And her dream just seemed a lot more fun than, than mine, which is project <laughs> accounting. Construction, oh, yeah, construction. So I'm like, mm, let's go with hers. Yeah. <laughs> but what a team. You have the, the, the kind of creator an entrepreneurial spirit and then you're this behind the scenes like doing all the paperwork <laughs> you're admin aren't you yeah admin invoicing like everything and like meetings and, and social classes, media and taking, taking classes, classes and trying to up. from <laughs> two creatives you are the unicorn yes. that we are always looking for oh my god <laughs> Uh, she said we have too many ideas to do them all. That's yeah, what's yeah. happening. Yeah, so yeah, I she comes up with all kinds of stuff, and I figure out how we're gonna make it work in in the shop. Yes. So, but luckily, we we work we have worked out together. Uh, for example, with the concha um, kit, we already had another idea for the following week. But that has become so popular that we're going to do it again. And then we already have some other ideas in the works for... I already have the photos, which yeah. is like, what? <laughs> I bet you do. That never happens. Uh, <laughs> Look, I'm already wait prepared. To <laughs> I'm already well, prepared. So we are going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors this week. And I believe you can donate. Hello. This is Emma. Emma? Yes, yes. Do I know you? No, Emma from a Donated Toe Foundation. Donated Toe? That's right, that's right. Yes, we are We are currently taking toe nations. Yes, it's, it's kind of what? like donations, but it's toe nations. Toes for the nations. What? That's right. Yes, we are, uh, we are taking toe nations. We are kind of like, kind of like, Toys for tots, but it's it's toes for tots. Oh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's actually kind of funny. Well, uh, if you have any toe nations, you know, just any loose toes hanging around, holes sitting around, send them in. <laughs> yes, you can't imagine a life without toes. Jeez, you really can't. If you send them two, we'll call it a ditto. <laughs> All right. Wait, what was your yes. name? Yes, Emma. Aha, uh -huh, from a Donate to Toe Foundation. Looking forward to seeing you too. Toe. Goodbye. Call 1866-TOE-NATION to make your toe nation today. Toe Native Toe Foundation does not assist in removing toes and requires that you send them properly iced and packed. Well, I know a lot of you really care about people outside of yourself, so this is your time to act. Donate a toe today. All right, we're going back to our interview with the Coco Andre ladies. One thing that Haley and I, especially probably within the last year, has been really big with us is 
figuring out our why in, in life, like in general, so that anything we do, we want it to align with that why so that it's fulfilling our, our purpose, what we feel we're, we're here to do, what we are kind of um, designed to accomplish. Do you guys do you guys have like a why for what you do? Um, or like some, or like a purpose behind your business that kind of you're always trying to align with? Yeah, I think for me, it's a lot of whys. Yes. And then for you? <laughs> so I think my first why, of course, is I, I have two kids. Um, I have a 22-year-old son and a six-year-old daughter, Gala. And <laughs> so there's a big age gap. But with Andrew, um, for me to create my own business when we first started was so I could spend more time with him because I was a single mother when we started. And um, that backfired because <laughs> when you have your own, because <laughs> when you have your own business, everything falls on you, right? And you're you're doing everything. You're you're up in the morning, and then you're not up, still up in the morning until six o'clock in the morning now, <laughs> trying to figure out stuff on your own. But um, and then so it was for my kids really, and then for my once I had my my daughter, it was really became a passion of mine to actually make it grow and be successful because I started seeing like the differences of how women are treated in business and versus men and whatnot. So I wanted to kind of show her how, um, how as a woman you can be empowered and can empower others through what you have. So I might not have the most, but what, what I do have, I can use to share with others. So with our house, mm. once we, once my mother made the move and the right decision for us to buy a house versus leasing in the neighborhood, um, we started um, offering our location to other businesses. So we started hosting markets that would provide, you know, um, a platform for other women or other Latinx people in the community that didn't have a brick and mortar yet to showcase them. So it was just another opportunity for us to do more for others and then also showcase our culture and have a space that felt safe. Um, I think that's been the most, um, that's always been at the forefront of all our events and anything that we do in our house. We want people to feel safe when they walk in the door and when they're here. So we've created um, Dia de los Muertos, which became a, it's a big event. We are not going to have this year, unfortunately, but last year was really big. The city of Dallas finally joined us and supported us in our efforts and we received a grant and it just became an entire block party, Amazing. which was crazy. Yeah. So it went from like 50 people to like a thousand. So, wow. and so it was, or more, maybe like, I don't have a clicker or a counter, <laughs> but I'm surprised, yeah. <laughs> but it was like really nice. Like my wives are so many like um, I see younger kids in our in our neighborhood that need other forms of of vocations to look up to so like we're an unexpected duo I believe you know we're two Hispanic women creating chocolate and even (laughs) now we still see uh, which and you know and chocolate originates a lot a lot of it comes from Mexico so it's important for us to educate our community that this started with us. Chocolate started with our community or with our or with our origins or family origins. And 
we've been kind of told that it's a European thing. So it's been an honor to educate our, our community about our drinks, about where it comes from, the trees, where we source from. And even now we still kind of get overlooked because we are, I don't know if it's because we're women or Hispanic or whatnot, but we still get overlooked in the chocolate industry, even though we're trying to educate others. But we're glad that the people that are noticing are the people that we want to align with and are, and are, you know, are totally supportive of us as well. So yeah. What do you think? What are your wives? Yes. <laughs> There's so many wives also, but also I agree with what she said about the cultural side of the story on uh, Coco and Red Chocolatier. It was not only about getting all these people together. It's about what we're sharing with them. We're sharing music. We're sharing food. We're sharing time, uh, traditions. It, it, it was a, just a wonderful. It is a wonderful celebration that we have in November, and it em embraces everything that it is in there. It's not only for Mexican descendants. No. It is for anyone who walks in through these doors. And when we talk about a safe space, we're talking about anyone you know we don't look oh because of color of the person or sexual orientation or whatever you know i just i just see people wonderful people people yeah. who wants to join us and be here and share their time and get out of the house and come in here and just enjoy it, it it's it's just amazing yeah every like since both of you have been talking answering this question i literally have goosebumps i just i just teared up i know. I, I, I you guys are and i think it's emotional because it's so genuine um it's really it's so cool to see people in their purpose doing something beyond i mean selling chocolate's amazing but it's so much more than that it's um, so much yeah and, and i i bring this up a lot but my my grandfather he um he was like born in the great depression he ha he came from absolutely nothing and he finally worked up to where he from a butcher in a grocery store he he owned like three of his own grocery stores in west texas and um I think most people would, would think he had a small life in the sense that he wasn't some huge CEO or anything like that, but the impact he had on his community, community. to this yeah. day after his passing, people, his name is Reverend. He, he was so much more than a groceryman. And I feel like y'all are, it's that same vibe. Like you're way more than a chocolate tear shop. You are a community driven, um, loving, open-armed group of people who are doing so much more than just your business. And it's because you care about people. And to me, that is very yeah. moving. And it, it makes your quote unquote following so much more than just, you know, someone who watches you on social media. I feel like you have a really strong connection with the people that are buying your things because they're buying them for a bigger reason because I mean even us I mean we reached out to you to be on our podcast because we can feel through your products and through the visits that we've made your impact in the community and that's crazy you're doing something right pat yourself on the back Thank that you. is the best part of being a chocolatier for me. After 35 years of mixing chocolate and making chocolate almost every day of my life, 
think that is the best. Yes, we need the money to survive. Yes, we need that. But it's not all about the money. No, it's not. It definitely isn't. Uh, I had that question asked before by uh, another person who interviewed me, and I said, uh, it was in Spanish, so he said, um, the question would translate this, do you consider yourself a woman of um, success? And I said, well, yes, I do. But uh, success in a different way. And not everything is about the money, but everything about doing what I like to do earning a living doing what I like to do and being close to my family, being close to my community. Oh, yes, I am a very successful woman in that, mm-hmm. in that regard. I mean, that's just, it's very... <laughs> yes. This is my next generation. This is the people I want to just lift, you know, and yeah. all the, the people who is in their ages. When um, they visit in here, their friends, and um, especially, I feel like I have a responsibility to, to them. To teach them, to to do better, to to help them any way I can, just just to empower them, just to mm-hmm. just just to make them feel more confident in what they can do. Because and yes, it's hard. And it's hard. It's not easy, but we can it's do not it. Easy. And when you do what you like to do, you enjoy it, even if it is hard work. Even if it breaks I, your heart sometimes. Yeah, yes, many <laughs> times, and my arm hurts because I've been making all that. <laughs> you know, you know we. Our podcast is about joy and inspiration. And we started this kind of, and we came up with a term of ha-ah moments. So it's joy (laughs) and inspiration, ah. But the more we talk about it and the more we do research and the more we talk to people that are really living joyful, inspired lives, we find that they're actually not so different because they're all attached to your purpose and where you feel so aligned how you're how you're speaking about so you know we start by talking that you're in the happiness business and that you bring such joy to people's lives and and now you find that the reason you feel this way and the reason you're doing this is because it's what inspires you and it's all attached to your purpose and your why. And you're just like living proof of why we even started this. Well, and, and why joy and inspiration really do go hand in hand. So one of our, one of our um, followers on Instagram on this week's post, whenever we said something about joy, she said, um, her, her name is Luisa and she's, she's from South America. She's from Venezuela. And she, she said, uh, joy is one of my favorite words in the English language. And, um, you know, it has, there's obviously a different word for it in Spanish. And we kind of were thinking, yeah, I, I just found it interesting because, you know, the words don't always translate exactly. You yes. know, and, and in our, in our neighborhood also, we were like a very, like mixed diverse group yeah Yeah, and so I'm always interested to hear what the different words mean if they really capture the meaning you know of what joy is in English I just thought that I thought it was interesting she said joy is one of my favorite words in English do you feel like the translation in Spanish? I know maybe I'm thinking of a few words that may be coming to your mind in Spanish. Do you feel like they 
What uh, are the I think it's the best description that we have for the Spanish. We'll say la alegría de vivir. Mm-hmm. You know, it's finding that every day, finding the joy in every day, especially on nowadays on this uh, mm-hmm. hard we're going through and every morning uh when i walk in i will say buenos dias and and yeah. i make sure to remind them um we have family we have friends we have uh, a chocolate shop yep, and health. we're thankful for that because uh in this place we laugh we, we cry <laughs> we, we, cry, we argue we upset <laughs> we say we're not coming back tomorrow and the next morning we show up yes happy buenos dias yeah buenos dias so yeah no yeah joy yeah joy just means so many things i think so to us here I think, uh-huh. yeah I think it, it and it does translate so just kind of switching gears here um going into the inspiration part of this, how do you guys stay inspired? First off, just like in your business, you guys have already said like, we have all these ideas. Uh, We already have something after the Concha kit to launch, all this stuff. How in business, how do you stay inspired? Well, this is going to make me cry. Because for me, um, um, of course, I'm a first generation, um, first generation Mexican-American child from immigrant parents so for me it was really getting to know our culture and visiting Mexico and we haven't done that so that's where a lot of my inspiration would come from was visits and talking to people and trying new food and um, buying little things and bringing them back so people could you know see what I brought back and share with them Um, and I think that's really that's where I used to draw a lot of my inspiration from so now we just have to live vicariously through (laughs) through like our our friends that are in Mexico like we follow different accounts that are there and they're kind of showing us what's going on in in their areas but um that's where a lot of my inspiration came from and then of course my mother she's just a fountain of of information she's always reading she's always doing something if she's not making chocolate she's making face masks or dresses for her granddaughters (laughs) and you know she's she's just always doing she's my inspiration as well she's she's everything she's taught me how not to give up even when things are really tough and I used to give up a lot of times before and I think we went through 10 years of a lot of ups and downs like at one point um when I was pregnant with my daughter my husband was unemployed he lost his job like three times my he was trying hard he was trying hard my um my aunt was passing my grandmother was passing Mm -hmm. we were living on one income and I remember just sitting there and crying like just open face belly out in the air and just tears running down my face in the shop and I'm like I don't like I'm I give up like I'm done I just can't anymore and she's like cry it out we're gonna figure it out tomorrow will be another day and here we are still so she is my inspiration I never say stop crying or anything that because I think everybody has a different way of dealing with things and I will go quiet and get to work and if she had to let it out that way well that was her way of dealing with things so just yeah mañana hablamos she inspires me to keep going and her strength is everything I think for me um it's taught me to want to read more <laughs> to educate myself more she's she is my inspiration I don't know what she is can you read it for me <laughs> yeah, Andrea, that, what a great mom 
We yeah. have so many stories to share. Yeah. There was the times when, when we started the business and I had my way of doing things, paper and pencil. And that's it. <laughs> that. I mean, those are the things that um, it will be difficult for any young person, especially my youngest one who is uh, 30 now, to understand that we come from a different um, time completely. Because at the time I was working with the company, with that company, I was doing everything with paper and pencil. Even if we had computers, still um, the owner was older than I am, so we were on paper and pencil. So it was, it was kind of, I felt like laughing, and she was so mortified because I was like, "Well, you have to do it this way." No, mom, I can't do this a spreadsheet. <laughs> I said, "Well, this is the way I do it." And then we have to translate it. <laughs> yes. yes, it was so. It was yeah. something. We have so many stories and so many good things that happened to us. Chocolate has taken us to so many wonderful places, and we we hang on to those and to those uh, times and wish for the moments to come back for the time when we can go and revisit Mexico, when the time mm-hmm. we can go and visit somewhere else. Uh, I was able to travel before. We cannot do that anymore. So I always say, um, do what you want to do when you can and when you're able to do it. And don't, don't wait. Quote. Don't wait. Mm-hmm. Do it. Because you never know. Things can change. Mm-hmm. Well, you really are full of wisdom and inspiration. Where where would you say that you you draw that strength and inspiration from to to just continue to carry forward? Something that we're born with, uh, because not everybody gets out of their um, birthplace and goes somewhere and decides to do a life somewhere else. That's right. Build a life How old were you else. when you left? I was twenty one. I was 21 when I decided to leave Mexico for, for good. But I was four when I decided that I was not going to stay in my hometown. I was little. I remember that clearly like it is. It was Why? just with well, my... Because it was in a small village and a small rancho. And uh, they didn't, we didn't have that match, that things to look at. So books. I told myself a book, there were no books. So, and I taught myself to read before I was five or six. I was already reading books and I, I couldn't find books. So that was, that was not good for me. So I will uh, try to get my grandfather's Bible, whatever I could read, uh, the newspaper, which was not a good idea. <laughs> and uh, I will look at um, Mr. Robbins and say, I don't want to be here. And uh, as I grew older and become a teenager, and we did travel and we did move uh, from place to place with my uh, parents, I always had this idea that I was not going to stay in my, my hometown. Why? I don't know. I think that that was in me. Hmm. So I didn't want to, to stay there. Yeah, we uh, two episodes ago almost said the exact same thing about how it's interesting. There's different types of people. There's some people who are like, I'm going to do what my family's always done, stay where my family's always stayed. I'm going to be the kind of person this family's always been. And then there's that person who's like, I have this inner self that I have got to find what aligns with it. And they go actively explore it. Um, You're clearly... Yes, that type of person. Yeah. <laughs> and 
And it's not like you don't love the place that uh, you are from. Yeah, because that's I right. love that's that right. place. I go back. I, I just love um, my hometown. I still could go and visit if I could. But uh, it is just that it's too small. You want to go other places. You want to see, more. to see more. You want to learn more. And you know there is no possibility in there. Uh, the closest high school was about 40 minutes in in a bus. So, no, there was no way I could continue getting an education or getting to a library or getting to any any of the things that I wanted to know. You know, the, the quote that we were reading when we were talking about that subject was that there are people who are very clear but curious. And it says that there are people that they move forward knowing who they are, but exploring who else they might be. So it's not that, you know, you're you're trying to change you're trying to change into a different person or even change your roots or not honor your culture but you just know there's always something more for you and it's inspiring that you go and explore and go get it yeah and also it is finding the right person to go through life with you because my mm-hmm. husband and then the we've been married <laughs> for 45 years already and he always supported me no matter what. If he doesn't like what I'm doing or he doesn't understand what I'm doing, he still will he say, will protest, go ahead and do it. crazy, but he will do, do it. it. <laughs> he want to do it. If I'm happy, that's, that's okay. Yeah. And uh, even um, going to the Middle East, going to places that I just I said, well, next year I want to go here and there. Well, but you don't have money. Well, I will make it happen. Hmm. Yeah, but we, you don't have enough in your savings. Don't worry, I'll get it. I'll be fine. I'm just telling you that I'm going. <laughs> and they'll go along. And there so, were times when the, the, he didn't see that it was going to happen until I told him, I'm leaving in two weeks. Where? <laughs> so I'm going to Israel and I'm staying there for two weeks. And who? Um, by myself. <laughs> but I will meet the group in Canada and we'll go together. And, and cell phones and uh, Cindy, I just feel like just talking to your mom right now, she's so inspiring. She's inspiring. Yeah, and you yeah, see me right? looking at her like a little kid with big old eyes. That's how I feel. It's such a beautiful thing to see in a person. Yeah. It really But is. I also realized that I married my father. Like, I. Oh, geez. <laughs> my oh, husband my. is the same. he's a good man too but it's the same thing like I have all these dreams of like I want to leave Texas I want to move here I want to go live somewhere else and do all these yeah. things and he's always the one like no uh-uh, but what about our bills what about this what about that I'm like oh my god we'll figure it out along the way <laughs> I, I see where I get it from now <laughs> It sounds kind of, it sounds kind of silly, like in these little anecdotes, but you know, that's kind of like the whole message of what this whole episode has been about is kind of to just set your goal and, and know what your purpose is and your why and your dream, and then figure the rest out. The rest Mm -hmm. is just kind of secondary. It will catch up to you. You set your goal, you know, what's right for you. You know what you're passionate about. And then make it happen. Well, and I think that that is something, first of all, I think that's something that the four of us have in common is that we set goals and we make it happen. Haley and I are like that. You guys are like that. And I think so many people stop 
after even they set the goal and don't make it happen because they think, well, I can't, I, I don't know, maybe I can't do that. And it, it's mm-hmm. kind of like with this podcast, we made a plan and then we were like, all right, we're let's doing record it. the first episode. And then we aired it and we were like, oh, this is it. That's what we got to do. Cool. Let's yeah. do it. You know, we didn't know yeah. how to do any of this stuff. Friday yeah. or Monday or whatever day you want to do it, but set a date. Yeah. But by this time, it's going to happen. I don't set dates. I just do it. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> I just jump the gun and figure it out later. <laughs> well, this right. has been an amazingly yeah. inspiring, fulfilling, I feel full to the top of joy and inspiration. Oh, truly. Um, do you guys want to tell us? Um, Anything about Coco Andre that we can share with the listeners? Anything coming up special you want to let them know? Um, We have holiday. We are going to be, we haven't told anybody, but we're going to be on the DIY channel, we hope, in August. (laughs) So we haven't made a big deal about it yet until they tell us okay but <laughs> but we might be on there <laughs> wow. uh, oh my gosh but that's our next big mm-hmm. thing but we're just hanging on I think until then and trying to survive I think like every other small business and I think right now it's truly important to really support all your local small businesses if you say they're your favorite let them know they're, they're your favorite you know you don't have to spend a great amount of money to make their day um even five dollars whatever it it adds up to something like i just got off a phone call with a friend that he was working with a little shop in um washington and their goal was just to make 160 dollars a day to break even so i'm like i'm like that's the kind of boat i think small businesses are in right now so it's really crucial just to support small businesses right now so i think that would be my takeaway please support the businesses that make you happy and bring you joy and make you smile because they're they really are depending on 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 their customers right now well we are going to promote the mess out of you guys on our instagram and social media and i just want to say that i had your lavender topo chico is that so good (laughs) refreshing the most refreshing on these hot summer days i just love that every day (laughs) and the traditional horchata really mind-blowing oh you have to try the agua de jamaica okay okay we'll be right there yeah (laughs) and we brew it with love <laughs> no, and the period tea—it's coming. <laughs> and the period tea—we won't forget that. Nope. <laughs> you guys have beautiful souls. You're beautiful women inside and out. We love your business. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to have this interview with us. It means so much. Thank you for Thank having you us. It was fun. We really yes, enjoyed it. Yes, we needed yes. it. Like I didn't know how much I needed to share and talk to other people. <laughs> so thank well, you. We're here. We love your story working that we don't uh, make the time to look at what we have done. Call me. So, you should feel very proud. Well, thank you for letting us reflect thank a little you. bit today. Of course. Oh, I love you. <laughs> what an amazing duo, guys. Oh, thanks for tuning in this week. We hope you are leaving that conversation as inspired as we were um, all week after that interview. We've just felt passion, excitement, lighter. I I don't know. Everything about that conversation is just 
exactly what we needed and we hope it's what you needed too. So thank you for tuning in this week and listening to the Haley and Amanda podcast. You know what we say, live purdy. We'll see you next week.